0: Hey guys, my name is Lisa Chandler, and I'm so excited that you're here today. Today we are going to talk all about posing, like just a few things you can do when you're photographing any kind of subject to kind of make it move faster and easier and more fun for, all of you. I know it's so easy to get stuck on posing and what's right, what's not right. Should you use prompts? Should you not use prompts? What should you do? And I'm just so excited to be here as your photographer mom, because that's what this is, your photographer mom podcast, and talk to you all about posing and the tips and tricks I use to have an awesome time while photographing my clients in all kinds of different poses. So let's go and talk about posing. So let's get started. We are going to talk again about posing and I'm just super excited to share my thoughts on this with you because I have so many thoughts on how to create authentic poses with the people you're photographing. So for reference, I have been a photographer since 2011 professionally and I photograph, um, you know, it's kind of weird because I photograph weddings for 10 years and I'm shooting them a lot less than I used to. So it's natural for, for me to be like, I photograph weddings and I do take, still take a few weddings, but mostly I'm shooting portrait sessions and editorial work and this goes for that. It goes for weddings too, it goes for families, it goes for any kind of subject where you're having to pose a person. So I guess this really really wouldn't work with newborn babies because that's, but actually you know what? It totally does, so ignore that last comment. This works with any kind of person that you're going to photograph and it's just gonna be awesome. So my very first thing when you ask how do I pose my clients naturally? The very first thing to do, and go ahead and get ready to laugh, because the first thing you're going to do is you're going to talk to your clients. And then you're going to talk some more. And then after you're talking some more, you're going to keep talking and talking and talking and talking. Okay, so I am not a naturally outgoing person. I know that that does not seem... um. <laughs> like the truth when a lot of people know me even a lot of my good friends for a long time don't realize that I'm actually extremely introverted and I don't mean that in like a, um not like the other girls kind of I'm in my mid-30s kind of ways I mean that as I had to learn because I was so shy when I was young I couldn't even order my own food at restaurants until I was like 12 or 13 um And I have always been shy and introverted until I taught myself how to be extroverted in, um, settings where I could talk to people and just get to know people. Because one, I love people and I want to get to know them. And two, to kind of like have the life that I wanted, I knew I needed to kind of push myself a little bit farther and learn how to talk to people and, um do that. So I know when I tell you this, that I'm not coming from a place where I just am like somebody who constantly talks to people I don't know, until I became a photographer. And that was one of the hardest things for me to learn as a photographer was how to communicate. And it was real messy right there for a while. And I'm sure I've had sessions in the beginning of my career. And even sometimes now where I'm like, whoa, I just like word like, um, just like. Lost my train of thought there in my shoots and just like not even knowing what I said. I tell my husband that my shooting style is like Beyonce Sasha Fears personality because, <laughs> um, I you know, when I'm at home by myself or just like being myself, you know, usually I'm pretty introverted, I'm not somebody who like wants to run around and say hi to everyone at the grocery store kind of person, but when I am shooting when I have a camera in my hand, I am the biggest extrovert and I love it. And it's so much fun and it's so wonderful to get to know so many people. So keep in mind, I'm coming from with that perspective. I'm not somebody who's like, like, you know, everyone is, loves the um the personality test with the numbers and I always forget because there's been so many um, personality tests because, oh, Enneagram, Enneagrams. Um, I am definitely a number two. I'm not someone who's just like, you know, very, you know, driven by attention. I know that sounds funny coming from a podcast you're listening to, but I, you know, definitely am a helper, and I love taking photographs, and I love creating these memories. And I realized very fast when I was shooting that what I needed to do before I did anything else was talk. <laughs> and I feel so funny saying this as I'm recording a podcast just of myself talking, but really. Talking is so important. You need to get to know your clients. You need to let them know you as well. Just get out there and start talking because when you're talking and you're shooting, what's gonna happen is you have a conversation going. It's not just like, okay, stand here and smile. Okay, stand here and put your arm around her. Like that's not fun. You're not gonna get authentic. You're not gonna get fun or relaxed images if that's the way you're shooting, if you're very more abrupt or very more kind of, of not friendly and I don't mean that like you have to be overly friendly or that you know you can't have your own personality if you're shy because again I have that naturally more um quiet personality and um totally unless you know I'm with like my family I guess that's different (laughs) um but what is so important is that you communicate and as you talk it's just natural to be like okay, oh, did you watch this TV show the other day? What did you think about it? Like, what's your favorite movie? Like, as you're talking about all of these things, it feels a lot more natural to be like, hey, can y'all take like two steps back? And as they're telling you about their favorite movie or their favorite TV show, they're taking two steps back, but they're not just thinking about taking those two steps back. They're talking to you at the same time, which immediately has more of a, comfortable, relaxed vibe. And that is the first and the most important advice I can give any new photographer or a photographer who's just struggling with posing is to talk your clients, your subjects ears off. Just talk to them, listen to them, have an awesome conversation and even if that's hard for you you'll get better with it as time goes on. And there's times after my shoots where I have just talked a ton and I felt like so worn out that I'll have to sit in my car afterwards um and kind of decompress and that's normal too. But just know that talking to your clients, getting to know them, letting them get to know you and having that back and forth is really the most important thing you can do in creating natural um smooth posing and it really just is such a game changer so really talk to your clients talk to your subjects and your images will elevate almost immediately all right Number two would be to take a step back. So sometimes when you're um, getting really into posing, you like have something in your mind. An example of this for me is that like, I have this photo I always wanna take of a newborn looking over um, the mom's shoulder and it's happened like once in (laughs) my whole career. And I still try to take that photograph over and over and I get different versions of it and it's so pretty each time, but, If I don't love it the first time because it's a photograph I always want to get in sessions, it's easy for me to kind of fixate on it. And that is not what we want to do because when we start fixating on a certain pose, start fixating on, okay, well I really want in this family session for this mother daughter to be hugging with the golden hour light coming behind them. But it's just not going to happen. And um, it's easy to get fixated on that one pose. So it's really important if you're kind of trying to pose and it's just not working, take a step back just talk a little bit more. You can try for the pose again, or you can kind of move on. It's very easy to get fixated when we have certain kind of poses we like in our photographs. There is always somewhat of a formula to photography because, I mean, we all have our own shooting styles and I would call that a formula, even though every single session is different. And when you're doing that, it's just really important to kind of take that step back and be like, okay, what do I want from this shoot I can move on from this, I can try for it later in the shoot, I can try for it after a little bit of a breather, or I can just move on. And that's something that will be so great because when you've moved on from that, you have the opportunity to create new fluid posing. And that's something that would absolutely be number three is that I, The kind of posing I do is something that I'm not sure if this is still a term anymore because I can remember reading about it a lot in like 2013, 2014, but it's called fluid posing and it's when you're basically just constantly moving your subject. People talk a lot about things like, oh, well, I don't pose my subjects and I get what they're saying and there is some truth in that and some photographers, maybe they just don't pose at all and it works beautifully and magically and the sunshine is coming from the trees and it's just the perfect, perfect setup. most Most of the time (laughs) we have to pose our clients To an extent, because we're the ones looking at them, we're the ones who have to put them in the locations, we're the ones who are in charge of that final photograph, that happens. And because of that, fluid posing is very natural because they're moving. It's things like, okay, well, pick her up and um, if it's an engagement photograph, why don't you hop on his back and kind of swing back and forth and you have the hair movement and you have them laughing and you then as they're doing that, you say, okay, bring your hand and put it on his cheek and put your noses together and you give them like for me for fluid posing I'll give them like two or three things to do sometimes one of those things will be something they physically can't do um like well try to high five while spinning, like how is that going to happen? And it's not about getting that high five while spinning. It's about getting the reactions of what they're trying to do in that. And I know that sounds a little bit like a prompt, but I would consider that a guide and not a prompt. So the fluid posing, there's lots of moving, lots of going on, but you're not giving them like a specific emotional type prompt for me or like using questions to solicit an emotion that I feel like prompts often have so an example of this one prompt I do occasionally use um, I used to use it pretty heavily but stopped because I just found the other ways I really like fluid posing more and I um, I do sometimes will use it if I just need a moment to think. And that is something like if it's a couple, be like, okay, whisper your three favorite fruits into your partner's ear and say them in your most dramatic voice or your most sultry voice or whatever it is that I'm going for that day and the kind of vibe I'm getting off of my clients. And that is something that I would definitely consider a prompt because it's not like a guide of like things like, put your arms around her. So if you're saying put your arms around her, that is going to be mean different, something different to every single person and couple that I photograph. So I know that sounds very simple, but when I say put your arms around her, that's going to be something that's different in my mind than is in your mind than it is your client's mind. Because people snuggle differently, they move differently, they have different interpretations of what we mean and when you do things like say okay put your arm around her but you're not being like okay like i feel like with posing so often it's this middle ground of like oh no i don't pose i don't like posing it doesn't look real or to being like okay yeah put your arm around her but make sure it's like an inch under her rib cage and like bring her in a little bit tighter and like i don't want to see any space between your bodies, and okay, your fingers are looking a little bit stiff, so let's spread them, let's move them. Actually, I don't like that, so I'm gonna come physically, put your arm up on her shoulder, and okay, that's a pose. And that's not quite the pose, so let's take like two steps over to the right so the sun filters a little bit more. Okay, and now I'm gonna take the photograph. and. Like, sometimes it does get like that. Of course it does, because you're moving people around and you're posing them, just like it can be very unposed, but with guides, when you're saying things like, okay, put your arms around her, you get that natural photograph, and maybe, like, that natural position, maybe it doesn't look quite right, so you might adjust. You might say, bring your um, fingers up a little bit, tilt your chin up a little bit, and maybe you even have to physically move them sometimes, but... That initial pose is something that they're putting themselves in as like a couple and as like a person and a client that we cannot really create on our own if we don't know them. And even if we do know them really well, like my closest friends, I don't necessarily know how they snuggle with their husbands because I'm not around when they're doing that. (laughs) So um, even when you know someone really well, like that's something that. You give them a guide like that, you give them like a suggestion and they kind of meld into it. Some other things like that would be look at me. That's something I use a lot in editorial work is look at me because different people have different personalities, of course. And so like my example of this is always my sister. My sister is gorgeous and if you tell her, look at me when you have a camera, she's just gonna stare you straight on and like look stunning. If someone pointed a camera at me and said, look at me, I would immediately start laughing, look at them, look away and look back at the camera and probably mess with my hair while laughing and then be like, okay, we're done, right? And like move away, even though I've been a professional (laughs) photographer my whole life. So what I mean by contrasting those two things is that that is the same sentence, but when you say it as a photographer, when you're saying, look at me, it's going to mean something different to every single person you photograph. And this isn't just single individuals, this is couples, this is families, people have their own personalities, couples have their own personalities, and then families have their own personalities too. That's something that really just builds. And as you shoot and as you talk and as you kind of fluid pose them, you will see that personality come out more and more. I know that my approach to posing and like um, this fluid posing that we're talking about is much more abstract than a lot of the guides that you're going to find online. It's very different than a lot of the prompts you're going to find online. But this is, what I found best works best for me because it is so natural. And it's something that allows me to be authentic during my shoots and also allows my clients to be authentic. Um, I don't really think a ton about posing anymore at this um, point in my career. I've read books about it. I am planning to read a book I have um, that I've had on my shelf for a couple of years. I'm planning to read that this weekend before I go back into my busy season, um, just kind of as a refresher. But really, that fluid posing is really going to do so much those guides um another example would be snuggle like they're on the. say they're sitting on a bench or something and you're like okay you could have them sit there you can say snuggle in put your arm around her. bring her in a little bit more or you could simply say okay snuggle like you would on the couch and I don't know how they snuggle on the couch but they know how to snuggle on the couch and from there you can tweak it and make it a little bit more um photogenic (laughs) and as you talk to them it's just natural you're moving them you're talking you're snapping the button and then you're getting up and you're walking away and you have that again fluid natural posing that you're not necessarily going to get with no posing that you're not going to get with really harsh posing and you're not going to get with a lot of different prompts. Now, there are people that would probably put these things I'm talking about, these guides that I would call them, as prompts. But again, when I think of prompts, it's things like certain questions and um, kind of abstract shoot ideas like twirl her just like one thing kind of thing um twirl her until you ab- t- I want you to twirl your fiance and as you twirl her I want you to bring her forward and kiss her face 15 times. Now I do use that and I would consider that in the land between kind of prompts and guides because it is very specific, but you are going to get that kind of um really authentic emotion in it as well. So that that kind of like direction for me would be in between a prompt or a guide. So if that is confusing you at all, just keep that in mind that the prompt and guide thing can kind of intersect. But with prompts, it feels more rigid, more formal, more let me pull out my phone and look at what I want to ask you, then this is organic and kind of like moving along and being great. And if you use prompts, more power to you, use them. They're just not my thing. And that's why I wanted to talk more about the more fluid guides. All right, so the next thing I would recommend, I have two more thoughts. The next thing would be be aware of clothing and things like hands, but don't hyper-focus. So this kind of ties back to like when you really want a specific photograph and you're really trying to go for it. This is kind of along that same lines, You want to be aware of people's clothing. You want to be aware of hand placement. You want to be aware of how your clients look and you want them to look their best. Like, of course, that's like a number one goal. What you don't want is to become so hyper-focused on that one specific thing. Like, um, say you have a bride who, you know, really wants her hair to look a certain way, you need to pay attention to that. Don't get me wrong. You absolutely need to pay attention to that. But it also, if you hyper-focus on her hair, then you're going to miss so many other golden posing opportunities because you're not looking at the overall picture. You're not trying to create the overall feeling. You're focusing on her hair. So again, pay attention to those things, but do not become hyper-focused to the point that you're only thinking about that thing instead of looking at the bigger picture. And last but not least, guys, um, is to just take a deep breath. Both your clients sometimes are going to need to take a deep breath when they're getting photographed. It's very vulnerable. It's very um, not typical for most people. Most people aren't photographed regularly. So it can be very nerve wracking. Keep that in mind. Even though if you've been shooting five sessions a week for years, it might just seem like another Tuesday afternoon to you and it is another Tuesday afternoon to you. But it's not to them because they're not used to being photographed. And think about, you know, put yourself in their shoes when you think about it. Because, like, I mean, I don't love to be photographed. And I've photographed literally thousands of people in my career as a photographer. And so, like, just take a deep breath. If your posing isn't working perfectly and your immediate reaction is to pull for your phone and like look at other poses or look up prompts, maybe wait a second and see what you can kind of do to just, even if it's just talking, just talk to them, let your conversation flow, take that deep breath and then try again. If you need to pull out your phone for to look at for prompts, inspiration, if you need to want to go look um, for posing inspiration, you know what, I get you, do it. Do what you have to do to get the best photograph, but I would absolutely recommend taking that deep breath, you know, recharging your batteries for a second right there, kind of laugh it off, and then try to take those photographs And as you take them, as you talk, as you have them move kind of organically, then you are going to get that fluid natural candid type posing without having it be totally off the wall because you're not posing at all. And without it being so hyper-focused that you are missing so many magical moments. All right, guys, that's my thoughts on posing today. Super excited to have you here on I Just Can't Wait for next week. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye, guys.